and welcome to the Champions of Risk podcast, where we examine the many aspects of risk so we can all face uncertainty with more strength and courage together. Hello, I'm your host, Michael Kithcart. I'm a high performance coach who loves sales as much as self-help, but not as much as I enjoy helping people get to the next level of their business, career, and life growth. Now, today, that brings me up to what the subject of growth, which is about reinvention. How many of us have had to reinvent ourselves in some way, shape, or form this year? I'm, I'm kind of struggling to think of anybody who hasn't had to. I mean, if you just start thinking about what has happened since March, on varying levels, we've had to reinvent how we work, communicate, live, exercise, shop, connect. I mean, it's changed the way that we travel, the way that we relax, how we escape, how we learn. And it impacts all of us, right? I mean, uh, so many of you out there, I wanted to, to share the topic of reinvention as everyone's getting ready to go back to school or is back in school now because our children are learning in different ways. Our relationships have been examined, strengthened. Some relationships are not lasting this year. They have been severed. We are caring about our health and the health of our loved ones, our community. All of this has new meaning and different intensity to us. It just keeps going on and on. And I have a point to this, but I just, you know, it's our lives, it's our children and how we're connecting. It, the landscape is changing around racial and social injustices. It's changed the way that we need to both understand and influence change that needs to happen. All of that has kind of pushed us to re-examine what we really stand for and what we're doing to be a part of the change, change in ourselves, the change in our communities. And last, but certainly not least of all, when we think about the overhaul that's happened with our jobs, our businesses, the way that we work, you know, all of this has been about re-examining and adjusting to meet changing needs that have been happening to us, um, both as a workforce and as a consumer, right? Now, why do I make this long laundry list of everything that's really come about since since March. It is not meant to be doom and gloom because it's not. I, I mean, I want to acknowledge that this has been a really, really hard period of time. It has brought out the best in us in some ways, and it has brought out the worst. It has been a massive overhaul. We are not who we were six week, uh, six months ago, six weeks ago, but I mean, six months ago, we, we are not the same. So I'm bringing all of this up to demonstrate that already nearly all of us have gone through some level of reinvention. Now I want to build on that so that we can examine what reinvention can look like when we're actually deliberate about it. Because to some extent, we've just had to, right? And so let's take some of our power back and examine what happens when we look at reinvention when we do it on purpose, okay? So I wanna to focus today uh, that this is an opportunity, this is a season of reinvention that can be presented to us. You know, to desire a different outcome requires different action, different behaviors. So whenever there has been massive disruption, there has also been an opportunity to think differently and to become different, an opportunity to create a new level and up dated version of ourselves. 
So let's first and foremost talk about how do I define reinvention? Really, in a nutshell, it's getting closer to the real you. Sometimes reinvention is a tweak. Sometimes it's a complete overhaul. Sometimes it's by choice, sometimes it's by necessity, but no matter what, as long as we can look at this, this is an opportunity to really become more in alignment with who we are and what we want to become. So that's pretty exciting, I think. And I will share with you, I have reinvented myself a number of times in my lifetime. And I will also say to varying degrees of success, but no matter what, I've always learned more about myself in the process. It's added perspective and it's really built those building blocks of who I am today. So let's talk about today. Today, I'm going to share with you four questions and examples that have been helpful to me and my clients in beginning to recognize where there's opportunity to shift. And then how can we begin a process toward building a new level of success and fulfillment? This is like the outcomes that I'm talking about when, when I share the term reinvention. Let's dig in. First question, where is the restlessness? Are you feeling fatigued? Because I get it. Aren't we all in some way, shape, or form, or haven't we throughout this process? That can create a little stirring of wanting something different. Have you been at something for a really, really long time and you're starting to notice that you're getting a little complacent? I invite you to explore the restlessness that you may be feeling. It could feel like this no longer feels right. It could be a sense that there's something better out there for you or different, that you're meant for something more. These are all really good signs that a shift could be coming or is needed. I've had this feeling, that sense of restlessness several times in my life and I, I'll just say that I tend to I tend to act on it. Sometimes that restlessness has had to get really, really loud before I actually act on it, but there's always something there. And so kind of stop down for a few minutes and just ask yourself, you know, where am I feeling restless? And I think the rest of the questions will help lead you to whether or not there's something that you, you want to do about it. But let me give you an example of probably the last big restlessness that, that I had. It was when I decided to leave my corporate job and start my business a couple of years ago. And, and I want to share this because it doesn't have to be all about, um, you know, really disliking something to a certain degree before you do something because I actually liked my job. I liked my corporate job as a sales leader and, you know, I was good at it. I loved my team. I enjoyed the people I worked with. I felt like I was helping, you know, businesses grow. And yet, I got stuck because I couldn't see a path, a future of growth for myself at the company. And when I was really, really getting honest with myself, I really enjoyed what I really like loved about the job I was getting to do about 50% of the time. And so I started asking myself the some of these questions that I'm sharing with you today and also asked like, what, what could it look like? What would happen if I could actually do what I love to do all the time, which is coach and develop people and, you know, really coach and help people grow and hit their goals faster. What if I could do that all of the time? And it wasn't just a one and done. 
on the, the, the question seeking, you know, I had to ask myself that question for quite a while, but it helped me start to formulate a way that I could leave and create more space to, to actually build that business that, uh, of what I wanted to be doing. So I share that with you to a say like, okay, it doesn't need to be that extreme because I did end up leaving and launching, but the process of stopping down and questioning and being curious and asking some what if questions to yourself can be really useful in both identifying what the restlessness is and what it could mean about your future. Like what are some ways you could start moving forward to either calm it or uplift that restlessness or do something bigger about it. So this was an extreme example that I shared with you, but I've also had moments where that restlessness was really more about just prioritizing the things that mattered to me. It was a sign for me to, you know, make sure that working out is a priority or that it was time to take a trip, a vacation to, to tap out for a while. So this brings me to the second question, which will help further define what we're talking about here. And that is, what kind of reinvention are we really talking about? I mean, are we talking about ways to be healthier or more productive, to grow our business or to start a business? Or is it things that feel maybe a little more severe, like I absolutely hate what I'm doing right now. I, I am no longer willing to put up with the things that are going on in my personal or professional life. I, the, there's a pretty wide gamut between that. So asking yourself, what kind of reinvention am I really seeking right now? Remember, sometimes it's a shift, sometimes it's an overhaul. Now, I will caution. <laughs> I tend to be an overhaul person. And I can say now, you know, with age comes wisdom, <laughs> that it wasn't always the right thing. Uh, where I would help make a distinction here is that there are always options. Remind yourself. So if the first thing that comes to your mind when you're thinking, I am going to do a complete and total overhaul, you may want to go to that extent so that you can actually then start exploring what might be other options. Options can be of varying degrees. And that is the thing that I've learned, you know, over time. A reinvention doesn't have to be forever. That's the other piece. And I would say, in fact, it, it usually isn't because look, if you're listening to this podcast, if you are considering actually taking time and answering some of these questions, my guess is that you are a person that's about continuous improvement. You know, you believe in self-development and applying it. That means then you are always working towards reaching the next level. You are enhancing your awareness of yourself. You, you have different experiences, which gives you different perspectives. So the reinvention that you undergo today is going to lead you to a new shift down the road. And I'm sharing that in case that gives you some kind of relief, right? You know, it's, it's just not forever. And what might feel extreme right now um, might not in the future. The more times you look at getting yourself more and closer aligned to who it is you really want to be, I would, I would say that the less intense the shifting feels. You know, it's like building a muscle. 
really. And it's relative. I, I want to caution, like, don't compare yourself to others from the, the standpoint of, like, maybe I was willing to leave my job and start a business. You, that doesn't mean that you have to. What feels big or massive to you might not to somebody else and vice versa. And it really doesn't matter. Okay. It only matters that you identify what matters to you, what's important to you now and recognize what's causing it. Is it desire or is it necessity? There's not a better, you know, right or wrong out of that. It's just recognizing sometimes we're we're reinventing ourselves because we have to. And I'll give you an example. I've had to do it. My entrepreneurial clients and so many other business owners with COVID have been required to reinvent business in what's being offered, how it's being operated, maybe even the business model itself. So I know that you can relate to this because you've either experienced it yourself you're, you're going through it where you work or you know somebody who owns a business and has had to do this massive overhaul. My point in all of this is that reinvention sometimes is necessary. And yet, even in those moments in time, you have options. You, you have more influence over how you go about it and what you decide to do than you may think. Um, because sometimes when something is forced upon us, we may, we have a tendency to think that we don't have a say, a voice, an option in it. And that's not true. That's not true. For everyone that I have worked with, encountered, myself included, the, the reinventions that we've had to go through as a, as a result of COVID have also created great opportunities to make the businesses that we love better, to be more in sync with the work and the, the services that we actually want to be providing to others, okay? So you see, you have a lot of influence in this. You have a lot of control. Some people like to know that, <laughs> even when reinvention is being forced upon you. So the last two questions here, I think, can really help direct you with taking action and actually realizing how much influence and control you can have in, in reinvention. Okay, the third question is, what would need to be different in order for you to have a different outcome? Hey, I work with my clients and, uh, and myself on creating routines and habits that will help support them in achieving their goals. I pose this question because they, they need to answer that because then that can lead them to the practices that they could put in place that would help them actually achieve that different and desired outcome. I'll give you like a really simple uh, example because it's come up almost every single time and it's a result of COVID. So you want to know what would need to be different to have a different outcome? Get up at the same time every morning. I know, right? Sounds simple. Maybe you're doing it already, but here's what I've noticed is throughout COVID, this has been like one of the most examined areas with clients. It, it's almost like an aha because pre-COVID, for most of us, this was already a habit. And COVID, working from home, homeschooling, all of that has disrupted that habit. So pre-COVID, I would wake up naturally at the same time without an alarm clock. 
and and for some others they still need to you know have an alarm uh, go off but they were getting up at the same time and then when all of the routines in our lives other routines got disrupted and it went on for an ongoing period of time what's been noticed is that waking up got off kilter for a lot of us and again I experienced this myself so now you I bring this back to what would need to be different to get a different outcome. Start with getting up at a consistent time every morning. And maybe it's not the time that you used to get up, you know, give yourself some flexibility here. I have people I've talked to, it's like, oh, I used to just get up at five o'clock every morning and now I'm not getting up before six. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm just talking about the consistency here, not the actual time it is. You know, maybe it needs to be 30 to 60 minutes earlier than what you did in the past or what you've been doing over the last three or four months, over the summer months maybe, so that you can have time to do the things that really set you up well for the day, like working out or sitting up, sitting in silence. Oh my God, one of my favorite things still. Or maybe it's to plan your day. And you want to do that before the rest of the house wakes up. You know, it's more about that consistency. And if it doesn't happen naturally for you, set the alarm. Who cares if you didn't, you haven't needed it for the last five years. If, if that's what it's going to take for you to be able to get up so that this is something that you can do that will actually help create a different outcome in your day, just be okay with it. You know, we <laughs> if we've done nothing else in this year, it's become adaptable, whether we've wanted to or not. Okay, so just give yourself a little bit of permission there. It's a simple example, but it really can make a difference. I want to start simple. So when you're asking yourself this, what would need to be different in order for you to have a different outcome, you recognize that it doesn't have to always be a big thing. What I would say to you is that it does need to be specific. So be as specific as possible. The fourth question is, okay, now that you've identified some of these things, you've the restlessness, uh, what kind of reinvention you're talking about here, what would need to be different. So the fourth one is, what are you willing to do about it? The biggest lesson I've been learning in my lifetime is it's okay to dream big. In fact, it is necessary. It is equally as necessary to start small. So think about what you are willing to do. Today, you might not be willing to leave your job or move or go back to school or the gym. Then that's, it's okay. But identify what next step is possible for you today. I think it helps to kind of identify what the overall outcome is and then work it backwards but then really keep working it backwards until you get a sense for yourself that you've come up with one or two things that you're actually willing to do today. So be honest, be honest in what you're willing to do. It, it will change over time. It's, you know, it's about just getting started. And I'll give you uh, another example in, in my late twenties. Okay. I wanted something more out of my life. And I felt very drawn to Paris. I liked the idea of challenging myself to speak another language and to live in a place that that spoke another language. And I really started feeling that restlessness piece was, you know, I really wanted to live there. And then I realized and recognized I was willing to do what 
whatever it was going to take to make this dream happen. I need to stress to you, I had no idea how I was going to make it happen in the moment. I just knew that I was going to figure it out and I was willing to do a lot to make it happen. So that goes back to the question. Start with what you're willing to do now because that's going to build momentum to get to the bigger change that you're actually seeking. So I made a declaration a year in advance that I was going to move to Paris. Um, Okay, making a declaration is really good accountability partner. So if that works for you, I, I encourage you to do that. Make a declaration. Now, then what did I do? I declared, I started taking French lessons uh, through more exploration. I recognized that I wanted to go back to school and study international relations. Um, I went through and I got accepted into a graduate program. I found a place to live in Paris. Then I sold my house, quit my job and moved. I built on it. See, I did something. I took action every single month. If I just would have quit my job and sold my house and moved, it would have probably been a bit of a disaster. <laughs> but I I use this example because I went through all of the questions that I'm sharing with you. I realized that I was restless and that I wanted something more out of life. I determined the outcome that I wanted, the, you know, that reinvention that I was seeking. And then I figured out a handful of things, a handful that would be required for me to be different to get the outcome that I was seeking. And then I started based off of what I was willing to do at that moment. It is the same approach that I have used in lots of other moments in my life. I mean, things like getting in shape, changing my job, uh, building new habits, launching a business, pretty much this is the formula and you can do the same. So I want, you know, I'm here, I'm championing you, I'm cheering you on, you can do it too. And, and it doesn't matter what it looks like, it just matters that it is important to you. So start by answering the four questions. Where is the restlessness? Where can you identify it? What kind of reinvention are you seeking? And what would need to be different to get different outcomes that will help you identify what are you willing to do about it? Look for patterns, okay? This is like the best evidence you could ever have. Look for patterns of other times when you've started over, that where you've created a new way of being. So you can remind yourself like, hey, I've already been through something like this before. I'm capable of taking on a new level of reinvention. And for many of us, we don't have to look that far back. I mean, really, look how you've changed from March to today. You're here. You're doing it. You know, even if it doesn't feel comfortable all the time, you already have evidence that you are capable of a reinvention. And that in itself can and should like inflict confidence in yourself. <laughs> so focusing on that and taking action on getting closer to the real you, being and doing what's in alignment for you. If you think about it, like what better way to close out a really interesting year? We have four months now, like you could close out 2020 strong and have this great foundation of growth for 2021. So I encourage you to 
take time and you know ask yourself the four questions find some opportunities within there look at the patterns of where you've already had a time where you've reinvented yourself and you know let's get ready like this is a way to make 2020 be a great year and also set ourselves up great for 2021 i look forward to hearing about the ways that you have or are reinventing hey everyone guess what falls here are you operating at the level that you want to be? Incorporating even one daily habit to support your mind, health, and output can raise your overall satisfaction in life. I took the themes of what the world's highest performers are doing consistently to excel, and I compiled it into one easy-to-read document for you called The Best of Daily Rituals. It's all yours. It's free. There are 20 different routines that you can choose from, and I would like to invite you to just select one or two of those that you can put in practice and do it for the next 30 days. Just, you know, why not? See what changes can emerge. Find the download in today's show notes, or you can go to michaelwkithcart.com and get your free download today. Mm -hmm.